everyone, and welcome back to Moving Right Along, a Miss Piggy dog slide podcast brought to you by ToughPigs.com. It's the podcast where we watch A Muppet Family Christmas two minutes at a time and talk about it a lot. I'm your host, Anthony Strand. And I'm your other host, Ryan Rowe. And I'm your spiggy old guest step, Roz Strand. Spiggy old guest step? Just read what's on the page, frog. (laughs) (laughs) I've always wanted to do that bit. Thank you so much. This is the place to do it. Yeah, everybody go watch the Harry Belafonte episode, and then you'll laugh. Ladies and jungle fins. All right. Uh, what a great episode! Yeah, but you know what? You know what I should I, be getting big laughs with this stuff. You should. You know what else is great? What minutes thirty-seven and thirty-eight of a Muppet Family Christmas? In these minutes, Piggy goes inside the farmhouse, and everyone settles in for the annual carol sing. These really are very good minutes. You like these? Ones? I I enjoyed these a lot. You were pleased. Yeah. So before we get into the carol sing, we have another song. We start. We last week teased that Miss Piggy sang There's No Place Like Home, and she was singing the song Home for the Holidays, which is a song from 1954, written by Robert Allen and Al Stillman, a big hit for Roz's favorite singer of all time, Perry Como. Yeah. No. Right. Oh, I was going to say, I couldn't tell if you were being sarcastic. That is the opposite of true. I know, you hate that guy. Oh, man, he's the rich little of singers. He's <laughs> <laughs> so bad. He's not, he puts you to sleep, right? No. Like, he sounds like a moose. <laughs> it's awful. Um, so I, if, if we can talk about this song real quickly, just in general, for a second. This line is not in the special, but there's a line in the song that goes... From Atlantic to Pacific, gee, the traffic is terrific, which is the most 1950s line in a Christmas song. Like, so is this old enough that the word terrific meant bad? Like the when, when ter- terrific was like the equivalent of horrific? Oh, do you think so? I just thought it meant like, boy, that interstate highway system. People are driving oh. across the country. So, But what was it? The traffic is terrific? Yeah. From Atlantic to Pacific, gee, the traffic is terrific. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Could go either way. I really think it's it's the mid fifties, you know, and it's like you know what people are doing, driving their cars on that interstate highway, seeing the USA in their Chevrolet. Yeah, exactly. This is why Home for the Holidays. It's known. It's a well known song, but it's not a highly used song. Well, so you you can probably know my dad's all time favorite musical act is the, the Carpenters. Carpenters. The Carpenters. Yes, and this is like one of the big numbers on their Christmas album. Yes. Which we had on tape. We had it on cassette when I was a kid. So to me, yeah. this was just like one of the main Christmas songs because it was always on in my yeah, house. Yeah, because of you the know? Carpenters. I mean, people had big hits with it, but it has not been in general a giant Christmas song. Right. No, I know what you mean. It's not as ubiquitous as some of the others. Yeah, and it hasn't been used in a lot of movies. It's used here yeah. in this in this TV special, mm-hmm. but mostly it's been on just CDs. So... And I, I blame Perry Como. It could have been better. <laughs> well, I, I did read on Muppet Wiki that uh, Jimmy Dean sang this with the cast of his show in 1963 with Ralph joining in on the last line of the song. And then the following year, Ralph and Jimmy Dean together did a duet of the song to, in, in 1964. So oh, I love other that. than that, I think that's the only Muppet history. That's the only Muppet one. Yeah. Huh. But anyways, Piggy here sings it as she gets out of the sled. And what I love is that the woodland creatures are singing along. (laughs) They're the first ones to jump in. Yeah. 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 There's this great shot of a deer and two bunnies harmonizing. (laughs) Which rolls. They're like, put their arms up. They like put their little arms up. (laughs) It's really cute. 
their hooves. As she's getting out, Piggy has this note, and I forget which one it's on, but she looks straight into the camera, and she just does this great vibrato on it. But in addition, her little pig lip is quivering perfectly with her vibrato. (laughs) Which is amazing. It was so, I got so excited whenever I was looking at this in detail. I'm like, oh my gosh, Piggy's vibrato matches her puppetry. That's the best. <laughs> That's Frank, you know? I know. Like, yeah. Frank Oz is good at his job. It it blew my mind because vibrato is not, it, it's kind of tricky to do in singing because you can overdo it really, really easily. You know, just like, oh, it's just, then you you get this connotation of just being a, a very old showboat. Yeah. And, and so the fact that Piggy doesn't overdo it, she does it just enough that it keeps your interest. And then Frank keeps the puppetry so tight on it. And also, this is a man with a fairly deep voice singing a yeah. falsetto part. Yeah, it, it's just amazing how he balanced all that. Like, I don't know if he knew what kind of uh, backhandedness people say whenever they compliment your vibrato. Like, some <laughs> some people are actually insulting you. Yeah. And, and you have to figure it out through awkward instances with them. But I won't get into that about my personal life. But anyway. Um, <laughs> I will never compliment you on your vibrato. Okay, thank you. <laughs> but I think he's, they do it just perfectly, just just enough. So anyway, Piggy's vibrato, really, really good. Awesome. <laughs> well, so then as she gets out, she's singing, and like you said, then the whole gang gathers on the porch and starts singing along. If you want to be happy in a million ways, and then Kermit says, "For the holidays, you can't beat Home Sweet Home." Well, it's not just you can't beat Home Sweet Home. They hold out those last three chords. And yeah, but they... I'm not going to try to sing it. Uh, no, no, no. But I just want to say it because <laughs> it's really exciting. Guys, this is a really exciting part. Whenever they hold out those last three chords, that second to last chord is really unresolved. And you have like this, I'm not a musical theory genius by any stretch of the imagination, but there is a second in there so that it just sounds slightly dissonant. And then I don't know who resolves it, but only one note changes it. And you get this beautiful, happy major chord to end it. And it makes me like bounce up and down because oh. it they just drag it out so beautifully. And that's as she walks in. If you want to be happy in a million ways. For the holidays you can't be lovely and it ends on this happy major chord for christmas so it's like thank you santa for this happy major chord (laughs) wow you made me so happy i love that because this is also like if we've talked on the podcast about how if this special has a story arc it's will piggy get here in time yes will everyone be safe and warm inside the farmhouse yes and this is the the conclusion this is the emotional climax piggy is there Mm -hmm. everybody's happy you know, Piggy goes inside, and then Piggy slips on the icy pack. <laughs> Yay. It's perfect. It's perfect. Is this yeah. the best payoff to a running gag in comedy history? It just might so, be. So, so how yes. many icy patches is this, Ryan? How many uh, slips? It's 
13, I think. I think that's right. I think we were at 12 before. Yeah. 13. Yeah. Well, a bunch of them are when they first come in. There's like seven right at the oh, start. Oh, so you count yeah. all the, okay. All the slips, yeah. Yeah, I can see how it could be 13 if you do. I almost count like the first scene is one big one, slip yeah. sure. in my head. Yeah. It's not separate slips. It's just well, one slip. Yeah, and when right. the whole mob of Fozzie's friends comes in at the beginning, it's possible we missed one or two because there's so many Muppets running in at the same right, time. Right. But as far as we can tell, it's 13 here. But and, and we should note that the real payoff is that everyone says, careful of the icy patch in unison. Which is and then great. some of them but, laugh. Yeah. 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 They just, well, they're just like, you know, that Floyd is laughing. Well, yes. totally laughing. <laughs> well, and I think the fact that Piggy does this like over the top, just like horrified, ah! like, bloody curling <laughs> scream. It's a really she, good scream. As she goes down. And also, most of them have probably been slipping on the icy patch too. So they're just glad that it's not them this time. Right. Yeah. And we should note this was cut from the, that VHS release. Home for the Holidays Home is not the on there. Was so yeah. Piggy slipping on the icy patch is not there. We could, we see Piggy say, like, hi, Kermie, am I late or whatever. And then it cuts. And then, and then it just dissolves into inside. What those, a travesty. Because those last three chords are like right in with her slipping. It's just yeah. like, home, sweet home. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so none of that is there. Yeah. And like growing up, like I said, that's the yeah. main one. Like that's what my grandma had and all that. I didn't know about the payoff of the icy patch. I just thought Piggy made it safe. Mm-hmm. Now they're inside, and it is time for the carol sing. But for the carol sing, we see Fozzie and Elmo turning on the Christmas tree lights. Yeah, and oh, this sweet—it's yeah, it's very sad that everybody goes ooh. ooh. <laughs> um, but weird thing that was only in the original 1987 era. Yeah, I don't understand that cut at all. That cut wasn't there when it was on Nickelodeon. Like, it's not in the VHS release. I almost wonder if that was a mistake that somebody cut that part out. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. It certainly doesn't sting like losing Home for the Holidays, right? No, but it's still, it's like, what's the point of losing that? But anyways, they're all inside. Fozzie excitedly says, my mother has an announcement. Well, right before that, you get a really lovely shot with Big Bird and all the Muppets ooing. Yeah. <laughs> and I I really like it because Big Bird plays off of a lot of humans. So he looks tall. You know, we all know that he's an eight-foot yellow bird. He looks tall next to Bob or next Maria. Next to Bob or Maria or anybody next to Luis. He looks, he looks tall. But whenever he's next to Muppets, he looks like a mythic giant. Oh, he looks huge in this house, yeah. He looks so huge, and you realize that most of those Muppets are the size of his foot. <laughs> right. So I, I like that this has the time to just, like, take it all in, that Big Bird really is this big, and there really are that many Muppets in the in the house. It's really, it's it's cool. Yeah. It's how they, how they set that up. Yeah. Yeah. So then Fozzie says his mom has an announcement. And the announcement is, like, she makes sure that everybody's there. Wouldn't it be funny, then, it, she says, you are all here, aren't you? What if, wouldn't it be funny if the door the opened? Little Muppet Monsters. Little Muppet Monsters come running in, or, like, Leo and Grump from the Muppet Meeting films. <laughs> like, hey, guys, sorry we're late. Little Toy Dragon. What did little you do? Toy Dragon. <laughs> swinging his tail around, knocking over the Christmas tree. <laughs> oh, man. What if, and then what if a Skeksis came in? <laughs> and oh, Oh, that'd be trippy. Oh, I would love it if Ludo were there. What if Ludo and the Latroy Dragon were both best friends? 
Aww. <laughs> I'm going to have happy dreams tonight. <laughs> Let's go write a parody about that. <laughs> write a song parody about that. Yeah. Okay. That's got to happen. Yeah, all right. We can do that. Um, but first, we got to talk about the fact that they've run out of room. So Gonzo and Animal have to <laughs> sleep on hangers on a yeah, hook, hook on, on the, the wall. wall. <laughs> you love that. And they're already there. <laughs> she didn't, like, did they just jump up whenever she said it? Gonzo's already in his little nightshirt. <laughs> it's so cute. And maybe maybe this there. is like a flash forward. Maybe we're just cutting to an hour later. Yeah, we see yeah. Gonzo in his sweater vest later. Right, because, yeah. yeah, and in this shot, they're wearing, like, matching nightshirts. Yeah. <laughs> matching nightshirts. Because it makes it funnier, right? Oh, like, absolutely. I, know. I, kind of, I kind of wondered if the nightshirts were on the hangers, and then they're just like, just, oh, better pop this on. Just climbed in. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dave Gulls is is very well, well hidden. I don't actually, I'm not quite sure where he is, because Animal is very low in the frame, so... Frank Oz is presumably like just off camera sticking his arm up, but Gonzo, like you can see pretty much his whole body. So I'm yeah. not sure where Dave's arm is. He's doing a full body hang. Like we used to have to <laughs> in Phi Ed class for the presidential test or whatever. And Gonzo's just doing it for fun. Yeah. yeah. Doing it for sleep. That sounds like him. But anyways, what were you about to say? Those hangers are crocheted hangers. Was that right? Yeah. Yes. And I think that that's a really nice touch, that it's not just a wire hanger. I love the idea that Emily Bear crochets all of her hangers. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it just makes them more comfy. It's just such an old-fashioned idea. Yeah. You know, wire hangers are so difficult to work with, and so that's why people used to crochet them, is so that they would be nice and they would hold your clothes actually off the ground. And so it's, well, yeah, it'll hold your friends off the ground a lot easier too. <laughs> it has a nice comfy grip. And speaking of friends, Ma Bear says, they're weirdos, Fozzie, but they're nice weirdos, which I guess is supposed to be the payoff to her being like, I recognize Fozzie's weirdo friends. Yeah. But she seemed pretty accepting of them like the whole time. Yeah, pretty so it much. Feels like this is a this is a payoff to a storyline that didn't happen or something. You know what yeah, I mean? Like maybe just more of a callback. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, like Doc learns to learns to love him. It didn't seem like she really needed to. I don't know. And just you know, reinforcing the whole the Muppets are all one family kind of thing. I like that Fozzie doesn't deny it. He's she's just like they're weirdos, Fozzie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that he's comfortable with with his friends, even though his mom is being a little he, critical. He's very quick to agree with her. Yeah. He's like, but they're nice weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So then finally, Kermit and Piggy are sitting on the couch, all dressed up. Piggy, is Piggy wearing the same thing she was wearing outside? Yeah, but it seems like she's added some jewelry and a corsage to it. Yeah. And her hood is down. So where before it looked like it was a totally fur-lined hood, right. now she's got like a fur-lined shoulder height cowl with a big 80s chunky gold necklace <laughs> yeah. and a giant poinsettia corsage. So she's <laughs> she's amped it up a little bit yeah. from, well, from the sleigh, but it also is very probable that she was wearing that in the sleigh, the way that they designed it. Right, but Kermit who has amped it up a lot because yeah. he was naked outside yeah. and now he's wearing a really nifty little tartan vest yeah. Yeah. and a bow tie 
And Bojai, Bojai. yeah. Little buddy. Um, and, and Robin is sitting next to him. Well, I love that. They're sitting with their two sidekicks, apparently, Robin and Masterson. Masterson. Because, <laughs> because Masterson the rat is on the other side of Miss Piggy. Yeah. But yeah, Robin is like, the, the family. It's the family. And Masterson. So Robin's in his little story sitting next to his uncle. They know each other so well, Masterson feels like Piggy is his aunt. Aww. Aww. Um. So then... Kermit says it's time for our annual carol sing, which means they do this every year. Every year. But the only, I think the only one we've seen before is John Denver and the Muppets of Christmas together. Mm, right. <laughs> that was the 1979 carol sing, right? Well, they yeah. don't televise them all. Give them some privacy. Only once. Paparazzi. Only once every eight years. Only, yeah. And that's plenty. <laughs> you should be satisfied. I have, well, but it's fun though <laughs> because it's, it's 1979, John Denver. 1987, Mother Family Christmas. 1995, Mr. Willoughby's Christmas Tree. Don't even. So, where were the Christmas carols in that? It was so Christmassy, Ryan. But where were the... It was the honeypot dance. All we got was the perfect tree, the perfect tree. <laughs> this is my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> so they do start the carol sing. Rolf starts playing the piano and everybody starts singing. But what are they singing? I don't know. Come back tomorrow to find do, out. Do, 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 do. What comes next? I don't know. This is Ralph. This is Ralph at, at his finest, though. This is exactly the reason why I thought that Ralph actually played the piano most of my life. Why? If you watch him, his fingers coordinate really yeah, yeah. well with the oh, notes. Yeah. Yeah. And he plays individual notes with those notes. Do, 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 do. And, and he's playing it. Yeah. So I always assumed that Jim Henson could play piano and he was just like looking over Ralph's shoulder or something yeah. to actually play the piano because he does it so well. That's awesome. So didn't Steve Whitmire often perform both of Ralph's hands when he was playing the piano? Maybe this was just on The Muppet Show or mostly on The Muppet uh, yeah, Show. Yeah, I know I've heard that. Yeah, I've, I've seen Steve in interviews talk about how, like, how much he tried to come as close as possible to ha putting Ralph's hands in the right place on the keyboard. He did a good job. Yeah. Because I was fooled for most of my life. Yeah. Sure, I yeah. I'm not entirely convinced that they aren't. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he is. Maybe that's the secret. That might be the secret. Yeah. It was so good. All right, so anything else about these two minutes before we go? You get the start of the next shot. You don't hear the song yet, but you get the start of the shot, and it's through the fireplace. Yeah. So you get this lovely picturesque view through the fireplace, right of Big Blue's big head. Big Blue's big head? Yeah. Big Blue? Big Blue is right up front. Ooh. Oh, Fat Blue. Fat Blue. I think oh, that's I'm Simon okay. Soundman. But Simon. that's based on his hat. It, it is it is a fat blue <laughs> Sesame Street. Yeah, it is a fat it. blue. It's not it's not Mr. Johnson. <laughs> right? Maybe I'm just not as judgmental as other people. So I call him Big Blue. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just Grover just calls him Sir. Yeah. So yeah. Grover's sir. Grover's more respectful than anyone. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I I think that the the shot through the fireplace is really cool idea. Yeah. It is. It's very cozy, and it only makes me a little bit worried that one of those puppets is going to catch on fire. Yeah, just a little bit. But Ryan, Ryan, it's more Huga! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, so on that note, we're going to put out the fire for today, and we will relight it tomorrow with another episode of Moving Right Along. Goodbye! Goodbye! Happy holiday! Oh, I just spoiled it. Oh, well. Uh, it's okay. Who cares? <laughs>